This is a CNIB Foundation podcast. Hi, I'm Kat Clark, and I'm the manager for Advocacy and Government Affairs, Frontario and Quebec at CNIB. I've never belonged to a book club, but I think I'd really like to, as um, often I read some really obscure books and uh, want to talk about it with someone. And uh, sometimes I'll even see someone on a train or out in public reading the book that I've been reading, and I want to tap them on the shoulder and uh, and see what they think. So um, maybe a book club would be a good thing for me. Uh, I also think it's great for getting people out of their comfort zone and, and reading different books. Um, for me, when when I read, it's um, a few different places and times. I like to read before bed to, to unwind. I find it more relaxing than watching TV or listening to the radio. Uh, I love when I have a, a good book on a really long commute. Or even if I'm walking around somewhere downtown, I'll often uh, listen to an audio book or um, if I'm walking to and from work and I, or even if I'm out running, I just uh, I love to read an audio book in those situations. Uh, I actually read a lot of non-fiction right now, particularly personal development. Growing up, I loved to read a lot of fiction, but I... Um, I just love to, to learn about how to improve myself and, and how to improve the world. I, I guess that's the advocate within. And on that topic, what I'm reading right now is um, a quite an old book from the 90s, but it's Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. And it's looking at different ways to improve yourself and improve your quality of life. And I think these are really great skills for people to learn and to take in, um, particularly in the world of advocacy, where we have to really have good personal awareness and personal skills in the work that we do. Thank you. Hello everyone, it's Mac, also known as Karen MacArthur. I am the communications lead for the CNIB Foundation in Ontario. Books, 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 where do I even begin? Well, to quote my good friend, Dame Julie Andrews, in Sound of Music, of course, let's start at the very beginning. The very first chapter book, and I use the term chapter book very loosely because it was a children's chapter book, that I remember reading was a book called Karen's Witch. Um, The book was part of the Little Sisters series, which was a spinoff of the Babysitter's Club novel series. I want to say it was written by Anne Martin. And the Little Sisters series um, centered around this character named Karen, who was the stepsister of Christy, who was a main character in the Babysitter's Club series. So I remember my mom coming home with this book and I obviously was immediately intrigued because the main character's name was Karen and the book had my name literally on the cover. And I ran upstairs into my 
bedroom and I just remember devouring the book in one sitting and I came downstairs a couple hours later and had said to my mom like I finished this book and she was really surprised and um it's hilarious to me now because I could probably read that (laughs) that book in less than 10 minutes but at the time it must have taken me hours and that book Karen's Witch was really the gateway um into reading for me and I remember feeling like it was the first time that I felt sort of connected to a character or represented by a character. And it was because, I mean, aside from the fact that her name was Karen, she wore glasses and she had friends and she liked to do a lot of activities and she had cool clubs. And I remember just... The whole glasses thing, for some reason, I just remember really, really hanging on to that. I think it was because I obviously wore glasses from quite a young age and I never, I got made fun of a lot for it and I I had never seen myself represented in that way, never seen a character um, wearing glasses. So I, I strangely connected to this character named Karen and devoured all of the books. I remember always getting really excited at the Scholastic Book Fair because I would get the opportunity to order more books, more Little Sister books. And I remember joining the official Little Sisters Book Club. um, And I got this like ID card that said I was a part of the club and feeling really special. And every year for my birthday and for Christmas people would buy me the books and it got to the point where I started to get duplicates and here's the best part so you know you forget about these books you read them and you grow up and you think that's the end of that well lucky for me my mom happens to be a pack rat and I was home a couple of years ago and and she still had all of these books sitting on a shelf in a basement with the intention of uh, saving them for <laughs> her, hopefully her future grandchildren, who knows. And I picked one up just to skim through it as an adult and kind of laughed to myself, mostly because um, it took me like five minutes to read it. But I also was taking a children's lit class at university and decided to do um, like a comparative analysis of some of the Little Sister series books and why they were so popular for that era. So that's all I have to say about my quote favorite book. Um, it would be it would be Karen's Witch, which was the first book of the Babysitters spin-off series, the Little Sister series. And if you haven't read them before, I highly, highly recommend it because she got into a lot of really cool adventures. My personal favorite was her kitty cat club. I vividly remember that. Karen's kitty cat club. Anyway, that's all I have to say for now. Hi, my name is Wayne Henshaw. I'm the manager for career support and impact evaluation for the Ontario and Quebec region with the CNIB. When I'm talking about various programs, especially programs related to books and learning and culture, uh, I'm often 
taken back to my childhood. In my childhood, I had to, uh, I grew up in rural Ontario where, and I know this is an old saying, but uh, there was only three channels on RTV for most of my childhood. And if you weren't a sports fan, Leafs, go Leafs, go Dad. If you weren't a Dallas fan, uh, yes, Mom, uh, Dallas is still on somewhere, I'm sure, then you didn't get TV time. So you had to find other things to occupy your time. And I was always taught to never say you're bored because the first time I said I was bored, I worked so hard that day with my, uh, for my dad that I never said I was bored ever again. So all that being said is I took up at a very early age the love of reading, but with my vision acuity and changes to the vision over time and books seeming to get thicker as well as smaller print, I had a hard time uh, being able to read all the time. I've always used various assistive technologies, magnifier, screen, uh, large print, uh, larger monitors, those types of things. Uh, but uh, it's never taken away my love of reading. And reading and the love of reading comes from all the passions that you might have. So my particular passions are about learning about culture, languages, uh, various skills that I can apply in my day-to-day -day, uh, activities and also a love of just fiction, uh, sword and sorcery, science, high adventure, solving mysteries and also re most recently with my daughter uh, taking up reading and enjoying reading to enjoy uh, the simple uh, joy of reading and, and listening to her read as she establishes her language skills. So my call to action to all of you is find your passion, take that topic, and find a media that works for you. For me, I happen to use my smartphone with the Dolphin Easy Reader, uh, but I also uh, at times splurge on other apps like Kobo, uh, which allows you to do magnification of the printed text. And I also, uh, for those that we both enjoy together, we use the Audible and some uh, professional voice actors, which gives you like a movie quality uh, experience in the voices and immerses you in the topic at hand. My personal, one of my personal uh, voice actor favorites is Victor Bavine, who often narrates the R.A. Salvatore series about a drow elf named Dritz Dwarden. But all that being said, uh, I would just challenge you all to ensure that you take up your passion, find what what topic interests you, and then uh, see what's out there and see uh, what people are saying about various authors, various uh, voice actors, and and, uh, and see what media works for you or medium works for you and uh, collaborate with friends, right? Um, my daughter and I have a great time chuckling at the latest whiz pop mystery uh, that comes out uh, and, uh, and seeing who can solve the mystery first. So anyway, Again, it's Wayne. Hope you all have an enjoyable time reading and, uh, and take up your passion. Take care. Hi, my name is Rhonda Underhill Gray. I am program lead for Beyond the Classroom and SCORE at the CNIB Foundation in Toronto. I was born with a condition called optic atrophy. That means that I see less than 2%. Recently, somebody asked me to speak about what it was I loved about books. And it's interesting, when you think about a blind child, you don't necessarily think about books as the first thing that pops into your mind as part of their childhood. 
Well, I'd like to encourage you to rethink that a little bit. Some of my earliest memories are of my mother reading to me. Now, my mother was always challenged because she's a sighted person. And of course, a child should read picture books. And so she was always challenged by finding books that had big enough pictures that she felt I could see. I remember from my perspective, I was thrilled when we started reading chapter books and uh, fairy tale stories that had longer stories that didn't have the pictures because that meant that she read to me longer when we were reading together and I was able to use my imagination. Some of my early memories are also of my cousins reading to me. Uh, I remember reading Little Women and the Anne books, Anna Green Gables, and, and listening to stories about Anne as she grew up and went through her adventures. And of course, my imagination took off. There was uh, every lane was a lover's lane and there was a shiny lake. And, and having the experience of being able to really be immersed in those stories. As I got older, I was able to bring Braille books home and read them for myself. And that created a whole new sense of independence. It also, I think, helped a little bit with discipline because I was one of those readers who, when starting a book, would stick with it until I finished it, even if I particularly didn't love it. And so I would have to say that books have been a big part of my life, not just as entertainment, but they've actually helped me to develop my imagination, maybe helped me be a little more disciplined. As a an adult, I think that reading books that the people I work with, whether it be children or youth, reading the books that they're reading helps me understand their world a little bit. For more CNIB Foundation podcasts, visit cnib.ca slash podcasts.